Welcome to Raise the Line with Osmosis from Elsevier, seeking solutions with leading experts on how to increase healthcare capacity so people can get the care they need during the pandemic and beyond. I'm Lindsay Smith, Director of Engagement from Osmosis from Elsevier. In this special episode, we'll be talking to one of the winners of the 2022 Osmosis Raise the Line Faculty Awards. Earlier in 2022, Osmosis asked for nominations of our top faculty members globally. Osmosis received over 1,000 faculty nominations from over 377 institutions around the world. Our panel combed through and selected just a handful of educators out of hundreds of nominations we received. The winners received many nominations with their students and colleagues submitting videos and testimonials telling us how they embody the osmosis values. Today, I have the true privilege of interviewing Theodosia Adenu, our winner for the librarian category for our 2022 Osmosis Raise the Line Faculty Awards. First of all, congratulations. Thank you very much, Lindsay. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Um, before we jump in, I would love for you to, get, to give yourself just a, a little bit of background on you and an introduction. Um, I'm Theodosia, and as Lindsay has already said, I'm a librarian, and um, I work at the U University of Ghana in West Africa. And uh, I'm currently the acting university librarian of the university, but previously I was the librarian for the College of Health Sciences. My whole career has been in librarianship and just um, finding information and helping people, mainly students, faculty, researchers, clinicians, um, to do well in their research practice, teaching and learning. So that's basically what I do. Amazing. Thank you for that. And how did you get started in your career um, as a librarian? I finished school and then... I asked myself what next. My first degree was not in librarianship. At the time, there was no degree in librarianship in Ghana. It was a postgraduate degree. So I finished my first degree in languages. I asked myself what next. I wanted to be in a quiet uh, career and impact students. I just thought, okay, library studies would be one to consider. So then I entered librarianship. And I've never looked back. That's incredible. And clearly you've inspired a lot of um, students, colleagues, and researchers along the way. So obviously you got nominated for this award. You received lots of nominations from students and colleagues. Can you speak about who or what maybe inspired you um, to get into education? Let me say it's more of a what than a who. But even looking at who, both parents were in education. So maybe that indirectly inspired me, hard to tell. But as to um, what, it's just my desire to impact and see change. And I thought doing it through library studies would achieve it. Only that, but you know in librarianship, we don't just sit and look at books as people think, but we go out there and instruct. So I think I had a passion for instructing just to see the difference this instruction made in the lives of the students and researchers and their research, their practice and their learning. That's what inspired me, the desire to bring a change and to realizing that the things that I thought should be known were not known. 
that was a big inspiration for me. But okay, so there can be a difference made in this area. That's basically it. And a, a true difference, it sounds like, that you are making in your current field. So in order to win this award, um, you did receive many nominations. And what I want to do is give you a little snapshot of one of those. So I'm going to read um, what one of your nominators said about you. And then I would love to um, understand how that makes you feel. I am nominating Theodosia because she is deeply committed to the students at the University of Ghana and the future medicine in her community. In addition to her role as a librarian, she also serves as a fierce advocate for evidence-based teaching practice. She's championed the use of evidence-based digital tools at University of Ghana, encouraging students to habituate to consulting the evidence and practice. Overall, She's an ideal candidate for the Osmosis Raise the Line Award due to her dedication to improving the capacity of the next generation of healthcare professionals. How does that make you feel? I still have goosebumps when I read, when I hear that. So it was, again, as I said before, I'm completely at a loss for words. I didn't realize that what I was doing was having such an impact. So this is exciting. It is encouraging. It is what do I see? I mean, it's nice to know that in the line of your work, you are appreciated. And it's good to know that you are making a difference. And that for me is mind-blowing. I, I didn't I didn't think it was such a big difference. That's mind-blowing for me. Yes, absolutely. So at Osmosis, we have our core values that we kind of incorporate into our day-to-day -day interactions, how we work, um, and and really um, there's some really meaningful ones that carry over even to my personal life, I would say. Of all of the osmosis values, does one in particular resonate with you? And if so, why? Um, for me, it's the heart. When I think of the heart, I think of passion. I think for anyone to be able to make a difference, we ought to be passionate about the things we I think this is one thing I'm passionate about. And beyond that, I think another one that resonates with me is spreading joy. The difference you make in a person's life and even the joy that comes to them brings joy to you also. So those two values, I, I do resonate with them very much. Not as if I don't with the rest, but these two really stand out. I couldn't agree more. So moving forward, what would you say is next for you or for your institution? For me, the next is to become more acquainted with the osmosis products. And we've, we looked a bit at the complete anatomy, but I'd like to look more at it for myself. Because before I uh, carry it to the students and faculty, I'd like to know what is there myself. So that's for me, that's the next step for me. Know what is there. What I've looked at it at osmosis, but still there's a lot to know. I'd like to look more into it, know it for myself. And then for the institution, to, hit, to, to get this to them, promote these products to them, and help them see the value in using it, the products, osmosis, and complete anatomy. Complete anatomy because these days we have large numbers of students and there's a need for the students and faculty move from cadavers to virtual. 
I think a complete anatomy is a good choice. I think I'd like to bring to their attention and for them to take a look at so that students are not crowded around cadavers at and in the comfort of their rooms, just take the complete anatomy and look at the anatomy of the human body. And funds allowing gets a subscription for osmosis and the complete anatomy. That's the next step for this. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And we can certainly help. Um, I know we've passed along um, access to everyone, but if we can help in that process at all, um, feel free to reach out to us at any time. That's That's awesome. Thank you. What advice would you give to your students that are entering the medical field? Um, for us, we enter, it's not a postgraduate course. They enter from the first year. They do med medicine from the first. They don't do a first degree before they do medicine. So let me just say for those who are in the university and doing the medical course, my advice to them would be um, to take the information literacy courses seriously, and then to make use of the online resources we provide for them, such as Clinical Key, now um, Science Direct, Mendeley, and then um, Up to Date, that's not a, an SCV product, but that's also an evidence-based tool. Take them seriously and to use them. And because medicine is changing, and there's a lot of, um, there's more a, a lean towards evidence-based. We should take it serious from the beginning. And the reason why I'd like them to imbibe the information literacy courses is because that is foundational. Once they understand it, within that course, they are taught so many things, including how to use these resources. So I'd like them to take them seriously because they are a means to lifelong learning. It's not just when they are students, but even when they leave this is something that would be of use to them. And to realize that evidence-based practice has come to stay, and it's, it's going to be so for many, many years to come, and it does make a difference and brings results in their patient-doctor relationship. That ties in perfectly to our next question for you. So um, as you know, Osmosis is a teaching company and we love to fill in knowledge gaps. Is there any topic that you would like to educate us on that you think our audience should know about? I find a lot of gaps in the knowledge of both faculty of students when it comes to the whole area of information literacy. There are a lot of gaps. I think that's, that's one thing I'd like um, to speak about, I think it's foundational um, to any research practice because the whole idea of information literacy, knowing is that it helps you know your information need and then what you need to meet that information need. And then it also allows you to um, know how to incorporate this information in your life whether it's in research, learning, teaching, or practice. So I think this is basic. And it's it's, it's my desire to see more people um, embrace it and imbibe it. And as do, I do my best to make sure that everybody is knows about it and is practicing the, the tenets of information literacy. That's basically it. That's a gap I'd like to see through. 
That's a great one. Thank you for sharing. Is there anybody you would like to thank for this award? Maybe peers, students, mentors, colleagues, family members? Yeah, quite a few people I'd like to thank. First of all, I'd like to thank my library team who have allowed me to mentor them and carry on the good of aim of promoting evidence-based clinical care in research and practice and learning and making themselves available to be to their students when they come and faculty, introducing these resources to them. I'd also like to thank my husband, who is himself a medical practitioner, and for the for how he's believed in me and presented me with opportunities to promote evidence-based um, research and consulted me when he's had to his own research and career. I'd like to thank him for the opportunity he's given me and the confidence he's expressed in me. And then I'd like to thank all those who have believed in me, others who have believed in me to consult and ask me different things in the medical field related to teaching, research, and even ask me to take classes um, for their students. I'd like to thank them also. I'd also like to thank um, my students who have imbibed knowledge that I presented to them. And then last but not least, I'd like to thank all those who nominated me for this award. And to you, the Osmosis um, team, a big thank you for selecting me. Thank you very much to all of you. Well, congratulations again for that. And it sounds like you have a really great uh, community around you. Um, so with that, um, we will go ahead and wrap it up. So thank you so much for joining us today. It was a true pleasure to get to know you a little bit more. And congratulations again on receiving this award. Obviously, this is a very deserving award for you. And we are wishing you the very best in the coming year. Um, we know that you'll be impacting lots more learners along the way. So thank you again. Thank you, Lindsay. It's a pleasure to be here. If you like this podcast, please share it on your social channels. You can also subscribe to the series and check out all of our episodes at osmosis.org slash raise the line podcast.